Hey y'all, welcome to That's Real Life with Monica Nicole, a podcast where we keep it all the way real all the time. We are peeling back the layers of self-discovery mentally, spiritually, emotionally, all while adulting through this ghettoness of life, okay? We're going to be talking about all the things. We're going to laugh, we maybe even cry, but one thing's for sure is we're going to have a good time. So let's get into these untold stories that can make a difference. This is That's Real Life. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of That's Real Life. I'm not even gonna hold you. Um, Trying to record this episode, it was giving real ghetto. My mic stopped working, it was messing up, it was doing some weird stuff. I didn't even realize what was going on. The computer froze, I had to restart it and unplug it. And it was doing all of the things and I was really about to just say, I'm not doing it, but I was like, no, let me just take a beat. Let me take a minute because things happen and we just got to bounce back, keep going, figure it out. And here we are now. So that's where we at. But yeah, I'm excited that you guys are still rocking with me. I definitely appreciate as always just the, the love and the support um, and the feedback that I'm getting. Um, the last episode, I talked about triggers and for me, how one of them was disrespect and how I just really learned from my past experiences how I've maneuvered through them and understanding what the root of that was which was a lack of control for me and so you know how when you say you have something figured out and you've been praying heavy about it and then God be like okay let's see so I work in um student affairs division at a university right so there was a student that had came in there who was extremely frustrated with her situation like at this point her focus and her anger of whatever all of the things that she had going on led up to that one moment it was solely directed at me my coworkers came out and they really had to intervene so I was able to walk away and let them handle it but that was very hard for me I'm not even gonna hold you I was so mad and I was upset and I felt like because I couldn't say anything and because I couldn't do anything it was more so in me I felt like I was allowing it to happen I've done nothing wrong and now you're attacking my character at this point so I felt violated. So the, the day went by, I went home and I had to sit with this. And as I calmed down and sat with it and journaled it out and prayed about it, I had to remember from like my past life experiences, we have to be able to know how to rise above and become better and not bitter from our situation. So it was a reminder of when people are hurting, they lash out. When someone doesn't understand the root causes of their issues and understand their triggers, it's very easy for them to target someone and project all of that anger and project all of that trauma onto you. We all have a past, you know, life happens and we also don't know what someone else is going through, nor can we control other people's actions. So in this situation, Being on the opposite end of someone else's anger, I really had to keep telling myself, like, it has nothing to do with you. Even though you feel personally attacked at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you. And whatever she may have been going through internally, it was bigger than me. And at some point, we all have to extend that grace to that other person because they may have a certain type of heaviness or attack on them. And the littlest thing can make them lash out. You know, 
I had to go home and just spend that time with God in this situation. And in the midst of it, like I felt like this kind of calmness. I was still, it's hard to explain. Like I was calm, but I was still a little bothered. But I just had this feeling like I need to pray for her. I was like, I took a beat because I'm like, God, wait a minute, hold on. Like I'm scratching my head. I'm like, I don't want to. And those were the thoughts that I had in my flesh. You know what I'm saying? Because I was angry because I'm like, I didn't do nothing. And this person came in here. She said stuff about my character, just saying real reckless stuff. And I had to take a minute and I was like, I mean, God, I'm going to do it because you put it on my heart. That's that's what you want me to do. And that's what I know I'm supposed to do. But I need a second because I'm still mad and I don't want to be praying for this girl. And I got like these weird feelings, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that's real, y'all. I'm telling you, like, that's we still have those thoughts. We still have those like moments. And that's like our parents telling us to do something and we know we got to do it, but we really don't want to. But we're going to do it anyway. Like, it's exactly like that. Right. But <laughs> I did. And in all seriousness, I did pray for her and I genuinely hope that whatever that thing was that she was going through and whatever her situation were was, she was able to figure it out. She was able to find that village or that support or whatever she may have been lacking. I really hope that she was able to get it. That situation was also a lesson for me and to really test me on the things that I've been praying about in reference to my life in reference to my personal experiences and praying for others and it doesn't matter what the situation is praying for the people you love praying for the people who have hurt you and really just being able to navigate through my own you know triggers of control and then bam that situation happens you know I know like God is always on our side you know but sometimes we don't like being told what to do in certain moments because it's not comfortable for us because it's not convenient for us just like I said earlier how we are with our parents there are some lessons that if you're a mother a father or even an aunt or an uncle whatever you know you have to teach we have to teach our kids and they have, but they also have to learn through experience and there'll be tests that comes. There'll be lessons that come and, you know, they may not get it right the first time. They may not get it right the second or third time, but eventually they will get it right. And I think it's so important to realize when we are doing the inner work in ourselves and uncovering those dark areas to talk it out. Remembering to ask God to not just change our situations and fix everything and fix everybody else, but remembering to ask him to help us work on me in the midst of this tough situation. I'm in a season now where it's just been so much confirmation and really hearing about dealing with the root of the issue, uh, really dealing, dealing with the the deeper parts and not just the surface level. We almost in 2024 y'all. And now me being in my thirties, like I noticed that we are all just trying to navigate in this era of change uh, and self-discovery and taking accountability. And when we don't feel comfortable with how, how we move in life, we always want more. There's nothing wrong with wanting more, but I definitely feel like you have to have a like a balance when it comes to that, you know, and that balance could look like, you know, uh, reinventing yourself really by like getting to know yourself on a different level, finding out who you are again, what you like, what you don't like, the things that you deserve, 
what we're willing to to remove in our lives. We're discovering like our own identity again. And that just doesn't happen one time in your life. Y'all, I'm telling you just from my personal experience, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm telling you, it's not just one time where you're like, oh my gosh, this is who I am. You may be one person one year and the next year you could be somebody completely different. And so it's not like you're not being true to yourself, but over the course of time, we grow and we evolve and we continue to really get to know ourselves. And there's just some things that are going to change. We're not meant to stay the same every day. And some people may not be open in expressing that or admitting that, but everyone goes through it in their life where we have a moment of just, we may feel lost you may feel out of sorts, you may feel like your focus has shifted. And people just really need to normalize in how to discover that new version of yourself and that being okay. Because I've heard so many things and sayings where people are like, oh, you acting funny. Oh, you acting different. Oh, you acting this or all this, that and the third. And it used to like, I used to get offended by that. I'd be like, no, I'm not. But then when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I am. I am different. Well, you know, if you think I'm acting funny, then that's that's your opinion. That's fine. But I'm not the same person who I used to be. I don't like the same things that I used to like. I don't do the same things that I used to do. I don't hang around the same people that I used to hang around. And that's okay. What it looked like for me to really discover, rediscover myself. um, I would say like, I don't, I'm still doing that. And for me, that looks like really defining my core goals, like what drives me, what motivates me, what's important to me, what are my non-negotiables in life? My core values are family, like communication, honesty, growth, intentionality, transparency, commitment. So non-negotiables are like, you know, boundaries, self-respect, love, my faith, my peace, my joy. Like you're not coming in the midst of that. Like we not, that's a no-go. We're forever changing in different seasons of our lives. And sometimes That looks like changing your environment, changing the people that you're around, changing the things that you're listening to, changing the things that you're watching, right? You're you're rediscovering yourself. You're figuring out what you like and what you don't like, who you are, and really challenge yourself in how you view your own self. I remember we did this episode, not episode, (laughs) I did this exercise um, at Kingdom Women at my church, and it was an exercise where we looked at ourselves in the mirror. I think it was like for five minutes. I don't know. We had to write like the positive things and the, you know, the things that we didn't like so much or whatever. But even besides that, it was very hard for me to just look at myself in the mirror. Like it was weird. It shouldn't have been, but it was. And so that really stuck with me and made me realize, okay, Monica, like we have some self-work to do there's nothing wrong with that and sometimes you may look in the mirror and you may see yourself and you may have the confidence on 10 and then you know there are some people out there who may look at themselves and like I don't like this they have more bad things to say than positive things as long as you know where you're at in your journey and you realize that you want to make a change and you're discovering yourself and where you're at at that current moment and you're growing and becoming a better version of yourself, that's all that matters. I also took the time to like start to date myself, self-care and taking myself out to eat by myself and, you know, going to the movies, going shopping and didn't let me being by myself bother me. And when I saw other couples or people together and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just me. So what? Yep. We here. 
and I'm by myself. What's up? You know what I'm saying? Like, enjoy that and really set those priorities and knowing what comes first. What do you want to accomplish? Um, and sometimes that can be difficult because you don't know. And that's where taking things literally day by day, minute by minute, you're healing, you're, you're growing, you're developing your spiritual relationship, you're developing and pouring and nurturing into your friendships. Um, you're finding the balance in your, in motherhood and parenting and your relationships, whatever that looks like, set those priorities and what comes first is what comes first. And everybody ain't gonna understand. Everybody ain't gonna like it. Trust me. I done heard some, some stuff. Okay. And I had to learn to be okay with that and not take that in just because someone else says something else. Yes, that's their opinion. But don't take it in to the point where you feel like it's your fault because they feel like that. Unless you deliberately like are doing something to try to intentionally hurt somebody else. If you're just growing and doing what you need to do for you, the people who are really rocking with you, the people who are going to be there for you, they're going to understand and they're going to support you on your journey. They're not going to make you feel less than. And even though y'all, all this sound good, right? All this sound good. Because I was telling myself when I be writing it down, I be like, oh, this sound good. But it's very important to also remember as you continue to grow in all of these different areas, there are going to be times where you experience or have those experiences of temporary moments of discomfort. But because you are more aware of these things, you will recognize quicker how to deal with it and processes and process through it. It won't make it easier, but it will make it easier to navigate through. And so, for example, even with me getting to know myself, I'm always still learning and I have moments of feeling like life is too much. I get I, I, I'm overwhelmed sometimes I'm frustrated I feel like I could be doing all of these things better because I know who I want to become but I also think about everything that I have overcame where I was to where I am now y'all it used to be times where I did not want to get out of the bed like the only thing that got me out of bed was because I knew my child had to eat that was the only thing that got me out of bed because I'm like, my child can't starve. I need to make sure she's clean. I ain't had a shower. I ain't wash my face. I ain't brush my teeth. It was like, it's been times where depression really had me. It had me. And so that's why I'm such a big like advocate of like being transparent and being vulnerable because you, ju- you just never know what someone's story is. You never know what someone's situation is and being able to share that, like not even just me. The other person that is listening on the other side, whatever you've been through, it can be a testimony for someone else to overcome. And once you're able to be aware of those things, you can maneuver through that that temporary discomfort and ask that younger version of yourself, what do I need in this moment? How what do what do you need from me? to be there for you and continue to process through it and let's continue to navigate it. So I want to do something a little different today before we close out. Um, in the last episode, I also said that I wanted to do a Q&A for any questions uh, from my past episodes or just in general. 
that you guys have. And I'm all about transparency. So the first one is you've mentioned the fear of judgment and the pressure to appear as a superwoman. Have you ever felt this pressure in your own life? And how did you overcome it or cope with it? Um, yes, honestly, I feel the pressure every day. Um, I'm still working through it and navigating through it. It's just hard for me because especially as a single mom and her dad not being here, physically being here. Um, I feel like, I, you know, I got to I got to be the mom and the dad. You know what I'm saying? And I have to do all of the things all the time. And it's very difficult for me. When I feel like I haven't done everything I'm supposed to do. Um, so it is pressure. But I can, as I continue to grow spiritually in my relationship and uh, do things differently and journal and really pray about it and really just sit with it. it get, it's, it's better. So I wouldn't say that I've overcome it. Um, but as far as coping with it, I'm still working through it every day and having those tough conversations with myself and really just doing the best that I can and really telling myself that I am doing the best that I can. And there is no such thing as being a perfect parent. There is nobody on this earth that is a perfect parent. Like, let's just put it as plainly as that. Um, and we are all still working every day in the fear of being judged in the fear of having some type of pressure, whether it's working a job, if you have your own business, if you're married with kids, if you're a single mom, a single dad with kids. Um, so it's really just about figuring out what works for you, getting a routine that works for you, um, and just really giving yourself grace in the space to know that every day is not going to be perfect. You're not always going to make the right decisions. But you still have to just continue to press through and learn from the decisions that you have made and just realize, okay, what can I do better? All right. So the next question was, you've talked about the importance of trusting others and leaning on them for support. Do you find it easier, difficult to trust others and rely on them during challenging times and why? It is easier, I will say, um, when leaning on others for support. There aren't a lot of people that I lean on because I do have trust issues. But I had to learn that we all go through things alone. We have friends, we have our family, but me being me, I've always been the type everybody got, you know, everybody has something. And I don't want to put my problems and my burdens on somebody else when they got their own thing. But it's not about that. You have to find relationships and friendships and you know, family are there to for you to be able to get that su support, vice versa. When you're honest about what you're going through, you'll really find out like who your tribe is. You'll really find out who's in your corner to have that courage to share your testimony with because they have been there for you, right? You don't have to trust everybody. You don't have to let every single person that you meet in your circle, like that's just not realistic. But the people that you do have, the village that you do have, really lean into them vice versa like if you you know you could be that type of person where I'm like I, I want if my friends family whoever is going through things I want them to come to me I want them to like let me know what's going on so I how can I pray for you 
How can I support you? How can I be there for you? And we all deserve that, but we can't get that if we're always so closed off to everybody that has been there for us. So I really think it's just a matter of finding out who your tribe is um, and really just trusting them um, to be there and support you in the way that you support them, honestly. Um, Let's see. Have you ever experienced a broken relationship that ultimately led to personal growth? If so, how did it impact your journey? (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Now, let me stop. Um. Yes, I've had broken friendships. I've had uh, broken relationships in family. I've had broken relationships in, you know, boyfriends, all of the things, right? Um, It really, I mean, it definitely led to a lot of personal growth. It definitely led me into strengthening my spiritual relationship with God um, because I used to go to everybody else but him. And so when I didn't have nobody, I'm like, oh, oh, it's lonely out here. And so it definitely opened that door rather to being like, okay, God, let me learn how to come to you first before I go to anybody else. Like, yes, I just said, you know, definitely having your tribe, having your village and all of those things. That's important. God wants you to have that. But even still, God comes before any of that. I also had to learn my self-worth I'm still developing my confidence still developing you know the confidence in my my faith and um just who I am as a person but it definitely impacted me as far as uh, opening that door to really build my spiritual relationship and it has made me better and I'm very proud of myself that I have not become bitter from the past situation um two more questions y'all and then that's it we out um What are some practical ways to start the process of forgiveness? I would say for me, probably the first thing was um, acknowledging the pain. Um, I did not want to acknowledge nothing. I was like, I'm good. I'm straight. I ain't worried about it. It is what it is. They got it. But when you just bury something, it's always going to come back up. So just acknowledge the pain. And understand what forgiveness means in that in that moment. Of course, acknowledge it, deal with it, um, heal from it. You know what I'm saying? But really understand what forgiveness truly means. Um, And like I said before, forgiveness is not only about the other person, but it's for you. Right. Because you don't want to harbor those feelings and emotions and anger and you don't want to harbor all of that and just have to you know learn to let it go but yes that takes time and also really forgive yourself for the things that you allowed for me that's something that I I I had to do like because yes there were things that I could definitely blame other people for but there were also things where I had to take accountability for And be like, okay, well, you know, you did it or you allowed it first time. Okay, you may be getting away with it. But the second time, eh, but the third, fourth, fifth, you know what I'm saying? So I had to forgive myself for allowing that to happen and really understanding myself at that point in time and where I was at mentally and why I allowed certain things to happen, which 
trickles all the way back to when you're doing the inner work and you're figuring out all of the things in the root and you go back to your childhood and you like, oh, well, I allowed this because I suffer from, you know, um, abandonment issues and I didn't know my self-worth. So now I'm trying to prove my self-worth by doing all of these things. But in the meantime, they're doing all of these you know, things to hurt me, but I'm trying to prove that I'm trying to stay down. But yet, because I don't know my self-worth, I should know that I don't deserve this, but you know what I'm saying? So uh, y'all got, we got to do the work. You got to do the work. It just, it keep going, but really forgive yourself um, and pray about it. Just in all those things on repeat, acknowledge the pain, understanding what forgiveness means, forgive yourself for if you didn't play a part just for you allowing it to happen for you, maybe you have not seen it coming or you feel like you could have done done more in a situation. Right. And just pray about it and just repeat it. Um, so uh, once again, I hope this episode has inspired you, motivated you. And I want to continue to hear your feedback. If I shared something that was spot on or something that you want to go deeper about, just let me know. Email me at that's real life pod at gmail.com i would love to hear from you so be sure to share with your family with your friends say man i listened to this episode today and she said some good stuff um so yeah i can't wait to do this again with y'all you know as i always say we got through this i'm proud of you i'm proud of me so let's all continue to take this journey and believe in yourself i believe in you And until next time, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.